Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. From KCBS Radio, I'm David Welch in for Matt Pittman. And this is Bay Current for Thursday, June 9th. There's something Secretary Wade Crowfoot said early on in my conversation with him about water and drought that really resonated. Crowfoot is California's Natural Resources Secretary, and much of his job entails thinking about things like drought and water. Here's what he said. So water is the lifeblood of California and our communities. It's allowed us to grow into a large state, the fifth largest economy in the world. And we need to take care of that precious resource. And we need to do that whether we live in cities or rural environments or the north and the south. So water and its management is a great unifier. And we have to work together across the state to improve our conservation. Considering how much we talk about how divided things are right now, it's interesting to think about water as something that'll bring us together. And if we agree that conserving that resource is important to all of us, that we're all on the same team when it comes to that goal, well, according to the most recent statistics, our team isn't doing that well. This week, we learned that in April, really, there was not the water conservation that we've called for across the state, given the worsening drought. You know, we know that this drought uh, is is getting worse. Uh, we know we're headed into dry months. We know we have to work together across the state to stretch our water supplies. Uh, and so our message is very clear. You know, we're thank, we, we thank those who have stepped up and found ways to reduce water use to stretch those water supplies. But frankly, we have to do more across our communities. To put that in perspective, April was the third month this year where water usage has gone up. Some communities have enacted local restrictions, while many have relied on voluntary cutbacks. The state just put in place new rules requiring communities to prepare for water shortages. Leaders hope it'll bring the conservation numbers up. For his part, Crowfoot is hopeful Californians will look at water much like they once viewed conserving electricity. You know, Californians have stepped up in recent decades to be more efficient with the electricity that they use. And, you know, now it would be exceedingly rare for someone to leave their house with all of the lights on because we know that's wasting electricity. I don't think historically we brought that same sort of ethos to water. There's been a little bit more of a perspective that, you know, we have abundant water and we don't have to focus on eliminating waste or using it efficiently. And that's changed. You know, periodic droughts will will become more punishing as a result of hotter temperatures. We're experiencing that right now. So Californians can step up to continue to enjoy their quality of life and the standard of living but with more efficient water use. And that's what we're asking people to do. Crowfoot knows that's a big ask, considering all that's going on in the state, the country, and globally. He acknowledges that for many, water conservation is the furthest thing on their mind. Yeah, the last of the last seven years, five have been years of drought conditions. And Californians and Americans have been dealing with a lot. Obviously, the uncertainty of the pandemic, um, the challenges of the economy and inflation, uh, and certain costs like fuel costs. And so what, we, what we've what we learned from public opinion research is Californians get it. 
They understand that we're in a drought. They understand that conservation is important, but you know, they're fatigued. But Crowfoot says that if there's anywhere in the world that can handle the challenge, even in spite of that fatigue, it's here. California is the can-do state. And time and again, we've led the world in innovation, in building a really ambitious vision for the future and then achieving it. And this situation is no different. We know that the climate's changing and it's impacting our world in pretty alarming ways, whether that's wildfire or drought or hot temperatures. And California can lead and show the world how to adjust to these, these changes, frankly. And so drought is both a challenge, but it's an opportunity. Again, Californians have stepped up before in really remarkable and heroic ways to help us navigate through the drought and show us what's possible. And I completely expect that Californians will step up once again. Now, in our conversation, Secretary Crowfoot gave a lot of specifics about not just what the state is doing to combat drought. He talked a lot about what individuals can do. That led me to a program offered by the San Francisco Public Utility Commission. They want to make it easy for people to do their part. They're offering free water evaluations. The idea is to help find ways to cut back on water usage. After a quick phone call followed by a few emails back and forth, I was paired up with Julie Ortiz. She's a water conservation manager with the PUC. It's open to homeowners, renters, businesses, any type of customer or property that uses water in our retail service area. And she says there's a lot of ways to go about doing it. If they only have half an hour or 15 minutes, they can do it by phone. If they have an hour or even half an hour, they can have our technician come in person. I had that hour, so Ortiz brought her colleague. Andrew Ho, water conservation inspector with the SFPUC. Andrew's a key eye that's trained to spot areas where I can save. He came armed with a few simple tools, a flashlight, and a laptop. And he wanted to start in the laundry room. So right now, I'm just basically looking at the machine right now and then seeing if, you know, like... Now, I rent an apartment in a four-unit building. Andrew started with the basement washer and the building's hot water heater. We don't have a front yard or a lawn, so his attention turned to the courtyard, which is lined with a handful of planters and a fairly old drip system. I see a bunch of spider webs here, so it looks like it hasn't been touched in a while. We'll see what happens. Okay, so turn it on. Since this one is really straightforward, I'm just going to go to each individual pot and then take a look at the nodes and make sure that everything's attached and that things, there's no leaks, no holes. He pointed out all of those holes and leaks, marking some and in many cases fixing them on the spot. He did the same with my garden hose and that always problematic sprayer, which has been leaking for months now. And just like that, we were on to my apartment. Andrew looked at the toilet, the showers, and all of the sinks. In all, he found a handful of areas where I could save water. Julie Ortiz, you remember her. Well, she points out that inspectors arrive with a bag full of gifts. Indoors, we have free shower heads. We have free aerators for kitchens or bathrooms, different sized ones. And she says inspectors arrive with an open mind. No judgment. People's personal water using behaviors vary as well. So we're just here looking objectively at fixtures, appliances for leaks, things that we can very concretely spot and help you change. The changes we made were easy. In most cases, they were things we did right then. Everything I did during and after the inspection came at no cost. I left dye tabs for my neighbors so they could check their toilets for leaks and everything else I let the building manager know about. 
Now, I don't know if I got any closer to the idea of water conservation as unifier. I do, however, feel better about doing my part. Thanks again to California's Natural Resources Secretary, Wade Crowfoot, and the San Francisco Public Utility Commission. And thank you for listening. New episodes of Bay Current are out every day, and we'd love to be part of your routine. Please subscribe to Bay Current on the Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or just about anywhere you listen. We're also on YouTube on the KCBS Radio YouTube page. That's it for today's Bay Current. I'm David Welch in for Matt Pittman. We'll chat with you again tomorrow. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.